Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Lo and Zo Show. Today, we are going to be talking all about overcoming your environment. Yeah, so I think this is a really important topic, especially for people who are wanting to become intentional creators or manifestors of their dream reality, because we do live in a lack-based world, really. And so becoming someone who thinks abundant thoughts can often feel like an uphill battle. So today, we're going to talk about how to overcome not only your physical environment, but also the people around you as well, and move forward powerfully, you know, with abundance in mind, thinking a certain way uh, when the world around you seems hell-bent on doing the opposite. <laughs> yeah, so this is when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, whether that be in your mindset or in what you're doing, or if you're an entrepreneur launching a business. It's about overcoming your environment when even you don't feel like you're supported. All right, so let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe, and this is The, the Lo, Lo and Zoe, Zoe Show. We're coaches and entrepreneurs who firmly believe that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we're going to be talking everything from how to manifest more money, travel, success in business and beyond, to overcoming the blocks that are holding you back, to rewiring your brain so you can easily attract whatever it is you want the most in life. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, The Queen Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll allow you to build the confidence you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right, so first, there is really two things that we want to talk about with this episode in terms of overcoming your environment. So the first one is your physical environment. So that might be, um, you know, the job that you have, the apartment that you live in, the car that you have, the physical things that surround you that make up your day-to-day life. And then the second thing is the actual people that, um, you know, your family, your friends, your colleagues, whatever it is, and maybe what they bring into the space energetically. So we're going to first talk about physical environment. And Zoe and I both have experiences where we have overcome our physical environment because we needed to in order to create what it is that we really wanted. So do you want to dive into this one? Yeah, I think right off the bat, I have an example that I think a lot of people can relate to. And that's just growing up in a very small town, which I feel like has a lot Mm. of... uh, not to offend anyone, but like small-mindedness. When you come from a small community and you grow up in an environment where let's say I only had one high school, that's your entire life. And if you don't travel or don't see the world at a young age, like that can just seem very much like your whole entire world. And I always felt that I was meant for something better. I always felt like I wanted to travel. I wanted to leave. But in regards to my environment, it just felt so closed in like okay yes you might go to university but then you'll come back here and this is the way that life's going to be and that was no one specifically telling me that but it was just what I was seeing in my environment is Mm -hmm. that I might go to university but I'll come back and I'll settle down in this hometown I'll probably be be a teacher and I'll probably get married at quite a young age most people get married um, you know I'd say early 20s where I'm from and have children very young and and stay there but I always felt like I was meant for something greater and I held that belief in my mind even though I had not really done much traveling until my university days and even after university but I just knew that I had this inner knowing and this belief in myself that I was meant for something greater and that there was something greater and I had to discover it so I would often spend time visualizing I would watch movies I was very much attracted to movies that were actually based in Italy and so that's what drew me eventually to moving to Rome but I would spend time watching things or or listening to things that supported my belief that there was culture out there to be experienced Europe I was very much attracted to so I would spend time in like European history class and just really 
expand on that or daydream about it and I channeled my energy in that way of like I'm not always going to be stuck on this little island that there's a big world out there that I can't really afford to go visit right now but one day I will one day I will Mm. and I kept that unwavering faith and so in that way I would say through my life that's a big way that I overcame my environment or overcame all the society's norms that were attached to where I was born and grew up. I think that what you said there was so important, which is whatever you choose what the inner narrative is or what your perspective on the the environment and the situation is. So your inner narrative about it or the story that you were telling was this is, you know, there there is possibility for me to have a life beyond what's available to me here. And eventually I'm going to be able to get there. I don't know how, I don't know when, but it's like rather than being in an energy and a vibration of stuck, Mm -hmm. you're in an energy and vibration of possibility regardless of like you really just saw it as being temporary yeah and I see this all the time with um, entrepreneurs and my story is definitely in line with this but where they don't see where they're at as being a stepping stone to where they want to go they see it as like this problem that they need to Mm -hmm. um, you know fix somehow (laughs) and that was definitely the story I want to tell about overcoming my environment was uh, a year ago now, a little over a year ago, I was living in an apartment in Toronto. I'd been there for three years and I was running my first full-time business and I was growing my coaching business on the side. And even a, a year ago, things had really started looking up, but a year and a half ago, I was working my tail off and not a whole lot was happening. And I was in a lot of stress about money and like kind of the one constant or one consistent thing I had in my life was this apartment because it was where I made my money. It was this great little place that I had manifested it was very affordable and I just loved it and um I really saw it as like, I'll stay here until I really don't need to anymore. And then what ended up happening last June, and if you listen to my podcast, then you've heard this whole story and you kind of listen to me along the journey of overcoming what happened. But um, the little hair salon that I lived above, because it was a, a storefront apartment on the second floor along Young Street here in Toronto, um, the little hair shop, which had always been super quiet, I'd never heard so much mm-hmm. as anyone even talking to be completely honest moved out I guess they went out of business and the person who moved in was a business owner of a chain of barbershops here in Toronto and he played really loud like beats heavy music and he had a he had like big speakers on all the walls of this shop and the the subwoofer was right below my bedroom in the apartment and so for like 11 hours a day I got beats in my apartment and I'm like a pretty when I'm in my own space, I like it to be quiet. I don't like too much stimulation, especially when I'm trying to like run my business and think creatively and things like that. So literally within a couple of weeks, my little sanctuary of a space that was the only thing that felt really safe to me at that point because I was in so much frustration around my business not going the way that I wanted it to and having invested like everything that I had, um, my little space turned into this place that I couldn't even stand to be. Like there was no napping in the middle of the day. Part of the problem too was that the owner was like really just very disrespectful to the fact that someone like it was an inconvenience for him the fact that someone lived above so any kind of me trying to talk to him about you know could we make it less uh loud or could we I don't know move the subwoofer he was just like so he just basically said you should just move out and like so it was really devastating for me this place that felt like my home and I didn't I wasn't in a position to move to a new place in Toronto. I was knew I was going to probably pay twice as much and I didn't want to sign a lease because I wanted to travel. So in the end, for me, uh, what ended up having that 
situation. I mean, I did stay there for six or seven months in that, and I was really unhappy, to be completely honest. Uh, And I do think it was like a bit of a kick in the butt that I needed to move forward in the way that I wanted to because it was so comfortable. I don't know how long I would have stayed there. Um, So now, looking back, I'm grateful. But what ended up helping me to move beyond that was at a very intentional visualization practice. And in the summer, I would literally leave and I'd go to the park and I would sit in a place that felt more um, just in line or aligned with where I wanted to go. I just, whatever opportunity I could, I removed myself from the space, which wasn't easy because I was running two businesses from it. Um, And then I just got really, I mean, I actually ended up taking a bit of a leap of faith because I, in the midst of all that, booked a ticket to Italy six months out and said, I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but I'm going to be in a position in six months from now where I can go to Italy, I can move out of this space, I can retire my first business. And then I just started intense, intensely visualizing that and meditating on that. And it the steps lined up. My business started working. I started having ideas that really paid off for me. Um, and so I just like became really determined, like I'm not going to stay here longer than I have to. And I started getting very like what we talked about in um, an episode a couple weeks ago about being really insistent on what you want. That's how I I took that mindset. Like I'm not staying here. <laughs> Something is going to show up for me in terms of me being able to support myself in moving on from this space and this first business of mine. Yeah, the universe has to make you uncomfortable for yeah. you to make some moves. And I want to acknowledge you, Laura, because going back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, your shelter, your home, mm-hmm. your sanctuary is so important to us as as our stability and our, our mindset as human beings. And for that to be taken away from you so unexpectedly, like you were still in that space, but going to your home, your nest is like well, and not to be honest, okay. Looking back, I mean, I do believe it was you know, the universe telling me to move forward in a more intent, like take more risk in terms of me not just remaining comfortable. But I also think that I attracted it because I was allowing myself to be in so much anxiety about money and so much frustration. I was in a lot of frustration over where my business wasn't Mm -hmm. at that time. And I've been working on it really consistently for, I don't know, six or eight months. And it wasn't really making a lot of money. And I was in a lot of like righteousness around that, to be honest, of like, where the heck are my results? And so I actually think that in that energy, I attracted more things to be frustrated about, to be completely honest. I mean, I think things do happen for a reason and I wouldn't have the life, I wouldn't be sitting here right now if all that hadn't transpired the way that it did. But I also think that it's so important to be, even when things don't go your way, because I, I honestly think that if I hadn't been so frustrated that that probably wouldn't have happened Um, well you don't know that because I think the universe wanted you to come to Italy or maybe it would have like only happened for the last couple of months that I had to live there rather than like seven (laughs) yeah but imagine like the for any of you guys out there listening who you're currently facing some kind of struggle like that like Laura you you had to get past this every single day yeah like this is where you lived and you worked and you had to consistently work through that for months yeah. And just that in itself, that consistency of working on you and your state of mind and your state of being, that strengthened you more than you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I definitely had to become someone new. to and, and to be honest, I was not super graceful about the whole thing. I spent a lot of time complaining because I was so stressed out and so unhappy in my space. I mean, like imagine just I'm like I remember literally taking a blanket <laughs> and a pillow to the park near me to try and nap in the middle of the day on a Saturday because I was so tired. Uh, yeah, it's it's really funny what can change in a year. Like a year ago, just over a year ago, I was sleeping in a park. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, now I obviously have a very different life but yeah I think it definitely did force me to 
be aware of how I respond to situations and not see it. Ultimately, it changed because I chose to have power over it and chose to figure out a way to get myself out of it. And it, I mean, it did. Within a couple of months, I ended up going from hardly ever making money in my business, like maybe a, a grand each month on average for the first, like almost the first year to having my first 15K month from a launch idea that came to me in that meditation that Mm -hmm. I was talking about. And I don't think any of those things would have happened had I not (laughs) had that. I mean, maybe it would have happened, but it it would have taken a lot longer. So um, anyway, so I mean, I just know what it feels like to be in a place where you're really, it's, it was very hard for me to feel abundant. And that's essentially what we want to talk to you guys about today is like, how do you feel abundant when your physical environment or your surroundings don't support that. Mm -hmm. And it was very hard to feel abundant in a space where I just like, I had so much anxiety, anxiety about it. I went home to my parents every single weekend. I started seeing clients only a few days a week so that I didn't have to be there. Um, And more than that, it just kind of felt hostile because the owner downstairs didn't, like if if he saw me, he would make some like snide comment about, I don't know. He was just like, he really wanted me out to be honest. Um, so anytime I would say anything to him, he'd just be like, well, it's you're free to leave anytime. Um, so anyways, I think like the way that I, I found the, the feeling of abundance in all of that was by visualizing something in the future. And it sounds like that's what you did as well in terms of like... Yeah, I always channeled my energy towards the future. Like there's so many opportunities and possibilities and they're just over the the hump of where I am now. They're just over the mountain, literally. (laughs) And yeah. Yeah, and I think like because something that can be super powerful and actually we talked about this on the last episode is being grateful for what you have right now. But sometimes it's really hard to do that if you're in like a really hostile work environment or you're not happy where you're living or Mm -hmm. you're in not good relationship or whatever it is so sometimes it's more productive to not try to feel grateful for things as they are if you're really struggling with something and instead project your imagination into the future and find things in the future that you're excited about yeah because the energy of excitement and gratitude are very very close it comes back to always just checking in with how you're actually feeling and making making the decision to move your internal compass towards something that feels better so adjusting in any your focus. way that you need to. So yeah. if you can't find that with what's around you right now, find it in things that you're working towards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So our next thing that we're going to talk about is people in your environment and how do if you're if you're really working on say your money mindset on your success mindset, but you've got people all around you that are kind of being the devil's advocate. And mm-hmm. I've definitely worked with a lot of clients who have this um, happen for them is where they hire the coach or they join the program and then all they get from their friends and family is reasons why it's not going to work. Yeah. Right. Reasons why it's probably really risky to even decide to start a business because the chances are uh, chances are that it's not going to be successful. Yeah. I can definitely think uh, in my life, the year before I moved to Italy, and I wrote a lot about this in my book, Beauty and the Breakdown, but first, when I started the YouTube channel, it was my creative outlet that I was seeking, and I just knew that I had to do it. I started to do it, and I didn't really tell very many people that I was starting a YouTube channel because it was quite a spontaneous decision. I literally discovered that YouTube was a blogging, somewhat vlogging platform, and then two weeks later, I was had a channel and was making content. And I received a lot of backhanded comments from a lot of people or just resistance, I would say, in general, was the kind of energy that I felt around it. And it hurt to know that some of my closest friends or my best friends at the time were not supportive of what I was doing because I was excited about it. Mm -hmm. And I think through that journey, I realized that, okay, if this is what I need, 
I need this creative outlet and I need this exciting thing to work on because I didn't have very many friends in Toronto and I had free time and I wanted to spend it creating something really and giving me hope about the future. I'd just gotten out of like a really terrible relationship and I was just building me back up to me and I knew how important it was so I stayed dedicated and I remember like that's when we first became friends mm-hmm. and you always bring up about like so you had like 200 subscribers and you were just so excited about your YouTube channel. I loved that about I mean cause I could just tell even back then and I think it's funny because I at the time was doing YouTube as well and I think I had like 13 14,000 subscribers and I think that was part of why you like responded to me when I messaged you or I think I commented on one of your videos and I was like I'm in Toronto too and like yeah I'm vegan and I'm vegan and and you were I still I wonder if I could find that actually yeah I have no idea what video it was on but and you were like oh my god like <laughs> I was like a friend because you know I think I said like I started my YouTube channel with the intentions of a creative outlet and to make friends and then I remember Laura you commented you said you found me on Bumble BFF and you were just coming to check out my YouTube channel because it's yeah. in my bio and yeah. I was like oh my gosh a YouTuber and she's vegan I didn't know any vegans <laughs> I had no friends who are vegan when I went vegan you know I was making all these life changes and I had no one who I felt like I could relate to and then I attracted Laura into my life. I feel like I manifested you. And vice versa. Well, and I mean that we didn't even intend on including this in today's episode, but you can, even if you've got a lot of people in your life that are not aligned with you in terms of just the goals that you have, the abundance mindset you're working on cultivating, you can be intentional about attracting other people into your life who share that. Yeah, and it you. will happen. The more you yeah. put your energy, like just like the Lo and Zill show, the more that we're putting our energy of exactly who we are and our mindset yeah. and our beliefs into the universe, we're going to attract like-minded people. Those of you listening are like-minded people and we have attracted you and you have attracted us and that's how it works and it's so cool. And um, so I guess through that process of like my YouTube channel is I will, a lot of you guys actually reach out and say, Zoe, like how do I start a YouTube channel? I've been thinking about starting a YouTube channel. Don't think, just do. Just as Laura and I mentioned in uh, manifesting the the studio podcast is that we, you know, we had some limiting beliefs about it. We had some doubts about the sound quality, but we just did it. Yeah. You just get past yourself and you just keep doing it because you have to make your beliefs stronger than your environment. You have to make your yeah. beliefs stronger than the resistance that you're facing, whether that be through people or circumstances around you. And, you know, even moving forward, I wouldn't move to Italy if I didn't have the YouTube channel because the YouTube channel created this belief of opportunity for me. I started to believe in myself because I attracted free things here and there. I attracted friends from like around the world. So I, I knew that there was still something much greater and that's where I channeled my energy. And I mean, if you guys have read my book, you know that when I announced that I was moving to Italy to friends and family like people literally thought I was having a quarter-life crisis like you can imagine this is less than a year that I've been out of an abusive relationship that you know the uh, law is involved and so like people literally thought that I was losing my mind probably or I was going through something really crazy but really I was just choosing myself for the first time and people had never seen that from me I was just shy and a people pleaser well and that's one thing like you can really choose to get unstuck from your environment like yeah. you had I, I st- I'll never forget and I think I've talked about this before but I remember dropping something off to you at work one day and this was a f- couple of months before you went to Italy yeah and you came out to the car to get it and your face was just like the picture of stress because yeah. you were in such a hostile work environment mm-hmm. um but you chose to leave that and that's actually one of our tips is to trust yourself and give yourself permission to leave behind what doesn't serve you. We're not saying go and quit tomorrow without a plan. We're saying don't settle for 
this hostile environment mm-hmm. in whatever regards, whether that's a certain person in your life or people in your life, um, like really stand up for yourself and what you deserve. Because that's yeah. the first way. That's sort of like uh, another tip we had was setting these like energetic precedents or boundaries mm-hmm. where you're saying, I'm just not, I, I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I'm no longer accepting this. Yeah, exactly. And so that's like me quitting my job moving it was like me saying no to the opposing energies and the opposing right. forces like my hostile work environment like obviously I was working with people who are not supportive of me and or when I started my YouTube channel friends who were not supportive of me those relationships faded away from my life because I realized mm-hmm. that they weren't true and they weren't supportive of me growing and you can go through life or you can grow through life and you have to actively choose who you're going to so who's going to surround you and support you through that and if you're accepting toxic energy around you you're telling the universe like I'm okay with this like yeah. I'll accept more of this but if you cut that off in any regard then you know the universe recognizes you've learned your lesson well and one other thing I want to bring into this episode that we didn't actually talk about before we started recording is that everything in your life is a reflection of you. So if you're getting a lot of backlash from people who, let's say you've started a business and they're saying, you know, this isn't going to be successful for you or it's really risky, ask yourself what in you does that strike a chord in? Mm -hmm. Because it's just a mirror for you. Whatever it is that you've got going on vibrationally, energetically, is what's being reflected back to you in other people, in your environment, in your day-to-day interactions, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, one way to really quickly cut that out is to recognize it and then say okay I'm not available for this anymore yeah um because it's it is just showing you whatever it is that you've got going on so if if you're getting a lot of backlash I know for me like because I had a lot in the beginning a lot of fear of judgment and so I was judged (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um and so the more I let go of that the less I seem to get of that kind of response yes right and I think it really comes down to being your own biggest cheerleader and just trusting your intuition over everything else because you're mm-hmm. going to have people that ref- it's it's like don't make yourself wrong or don't make yourself feel bad if you're getting that feedback from people being like well I must be putting this out there it's just normal if you're going to start doing something in your life that is just for you and you want to build a more abundant life you're going to have some of those doubt based thoughts yeah. right so choose to just show up for yourself love yourself and choose that you want the abundance you want the outcome you're working towards more than you want you know, settling for less than what you exactly. Of what it's about people. you being dedicated to yourself and like you recognize yeah. or like the intuition. Yeah, like if the more and more that you can connect with that part of you and honor that part of you, that's when you just become in absolute trust. You yeah. just live in a state of flow and you accept and invite abundance into your life. Yeah, yeah. So I think to sort of like sum up what we'd say in terms of overcoming your environment when you're working on creating something for yourself, and maybe that's just a more positive mindset. Maybe that's a hugely successful business or something like what Zoe's done in terms of ha- building an audience or just putting something creative out there. And you've got maybe not the environment for it right now, or you've got people telling you it's a bad idea, or just their like scarcity mindset around money, and you're trying to create more money. One, choose to be your own biggest cheerleader and do it for yourself. Two is to channel your energy towards where it is that you want to go and be less consumed by what's around you currently and more in the process of creating something more. And then anything else? So in terms of like important takeaways? Yeah. So in regards to the energy too, it's just adjusting your focus and always adjusting it to something that feels better for you. So instead of focusing on this person's not supporting me, you know, like Laura said, the the beats downstairs are crazy and I can't handle them. Okay. What would make me feel better in this moment? And for example... Do what Laura did, take the pillow on the blanket and just go to the park. Number four is to just take action, 
mm-hmm. regardless of the discomfort, regardless of the people that are being naysayers or whatever uh, it looks like for you. Just take the action, take the imperfect action, put it out there uh, and just be okay in the discomfort. Because a lot of the time, the fear of judgment from other people or the things in our environment that we perceive as being obstacles, are, it's just in our mind yeah. or it's way less, like it, it usually ends up being way less of an obstacle once you actually take the action and mm-hmm. come up against it. Yeah. When so. anyone else thinks about you is none of your business. <laughs> it's so true. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you again in our next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.